you know. Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, it's Wells. Hello. It's all of them. All of them. Yep. All of them. Anybody doing anything exciting? No. 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 I tried to hook my my Baptist keg back up. But it's been sitting for a while. I just got sick of it. You know, and I, I know I've told this story. I got sick of it, and I sat it aside. Like when you say a while. Um, it's been a while. Like six months, we'll say. Okay. You know, right. like, like, you know, and, and uh, I put it back on today, and it soured on me. It's that weird strain of Baptist from a couple years ago that a bunch of the bottles were going infected, and... I was all high and mighty that mine was fine, and apparently mine just hadn't started showing symptoms yet. So it was asymptomatic at the time, and now it has full-on infection. Nice. That's so, uh, That's yeah, got to take it out of the kegerator, quarantine everything. <sighs> so doesn't that kind of piss you off? Because, I mean, presumably that keg cost you 80-ish bucks. Oh, that's cute. 120 It's a, it's a quarter barrel. Oh! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean it was it was it, it, just stand still. Yeah. I'll kick you right in your dick right now. You know, I, if I'd never if it had been the first time I'd ever done it before, it'd been one thing. But that was my third or fourth keg of Baptist of that size. So it wasn't like I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Right, but I just like it's I, souring on you. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like I was already sick of it, and then I pulled it, and then now it's just uh, you know it's so. I'd say probably my biggest frustration actually at this point isn't about the money because I've had it for two years. Yeah. My biggest right, frustration is I went to all the trouble of like cleaning lines and getting it all ready and putting it on. And then I went to, you know, it just, yeah, it sucks. Not like it's a ton of time, but you know, eh, what can you do? Well, well, uh, we hopped on the bikes on Saturday and got about half a mile down the road when my tires flat. I'm like that's oh, close. that's good times. So time to just like, well, not fully flat. I could still ride on it, but you know, time to just turn around and cross my fingers and lo and behold, like I made it home, but didn't make it back out on a bike. It's still in the trunk of my car. Good job. Which, good job. By the way, I'm not trying to dox Wells in any shape or situation or whatever. But Wells was close to Divine Barrel already. He's like even closer to that whole neighborhood now. So yeah. like. It's, I'm, I'm really jealous of where he Speaking lives. Of, like, you can just like walk there. I forgot. So did. Yeah. <sighs> All right, we need to wrap up soon so I can follow him to his house and murder. I mean, get my beer. <laughs> okay. It well, does exist. Now, I'm sure. I drank that four pack and then bought two more. I got you. So, All right. So, we need to throw the word allegedly out here about a thousand times before we start this first story. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Okay. But this is a fucking wild, crazy ride. So there's... Yeah, it was. (laughs) There's a brewery in Texas, and the owner, after enough investigation, this was about a nine-month-long investigation, turns out murdered his business partner, partner, made it look like a suicide to try to gain access to his finances, and on the side was running a Ponzi scheme. Okay. <laughs> yeah. New high Allegedly. Store. Allegedly. Yeah. Um. So. What did he do? Like run over some puppies while he was at it? I mean, like how else can this get any more vile? I, I don't know. I mean, right now because you know things are still really fresh and new in this whole situation. There's not a whole lot in this article. It's very short, very brief and to the point. But again, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Right. Made a 
note to make it look like his business partner had killed himself, shot him in the head, and tried to gain access to his money. Like He's, he's been indicted on charges so like, related you know, to murder and wire fraud. Also, it's just fucking crazy, man. Yeah, you know, and, and like... Um, that's we like we really for TV movie shit. We really poo poo on uh, Kickstarter, but I feel like there's you know like even that would have probably been a better option here, folks. Right? Yeah. Instead of straight murking a dude and then trying to wire fraud. And Alleges that from December 2013 through May 2020, he devised a scheme to defraud victim investors and obtain money and property under false pretenses, representations, and promises. Do you guys remember that bandit brewer? guy that you used to like show up at a brewery like it's been two or three years that we talked about this so i don't know if you guys remember but it kind of reminded me of this story where there was this dude that would show up to breweries and fake his way in and then take money and then fucking bail yep okay yeah i'm starting to wonder maybe this is the same guy ah allegedly maybe he saw that and was like i can do better than that that's nothing but yeah this like i said um well as i know you saw the news because i saw it and I was just like, are you fucking serious? This is real? Like, holy shit. Yeah, that's that's a whole lot to... Like, brewery owner indicted in Ponzi scheme is one thing. Brewery owner, like, indicted in, like, falsifying, a, like, making a murder look like a suicide. But both? Like, damn, dude. Like, save some for the rest of us. Right? Yeah, that's a mess. Yeah, it is. So we'll we'll see what happens, I guess. Uh, you know everybody's favorite place, the Waffle Hizzy, right? Oh, man, I love me some Waffle Hizzy. The Awful Waffle. The yep. Awful Waffle. I mean, there's uh, just sometimes that you just want like a greasy spoon. I was about to say, off. it's like, been a while since I've been, but it really hasn't because the last time I went, I went with you. Yeah, that was the last time I went, too. It yeah. was after... Uh, Death Haven. Death, and, Death Heaven and Gojira. Yep. That was, yeah, I needed some after that. <laughs> Anyways, they are getting their own beer. Sure, finally. because why not? Yeah. Everybody why? gets their own beer. You right? get a beer and you get a beer. Everybody except for you, you're indicted for Ponzi schemes and murder. So Waffle House is getting a beer. Okay, so we've done the, you know... Uh, Duncan's got theirs. Yeah, uh, or, or even... Well, I was going to go more towards the Funky Buddha, you know, maple bacon coffee porter. You know, hey, it's like, you know, breakfast all in one beer. I'm assuming that's what they're doing here. Yep. Something similar. Yeah, it's a it's a... Breakfast Porter, basically. It's made by, I don't know the exact pronunciation. I'm guessing Unsi or Onsi. Osni? Osini? Osini? O-C-O-N-E-E. Oconee? Oconee, maybe? Sure. Yeah, it's a brewery out of Georgia. They are in... Okay. That, that, I mean, that at least is, you know, what I would think of when I think Greensboro, of Greensboro, Georgia. Sure, okay. Which is where, I mean, Waffle House is corporate headquartered in Atlanta, so it all makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean... Uh, bacon and kegs. <laughs> that's okay. Okay, I'll, I'll get like that's that's a good name. I'm sorry, that's, that's a good name. So I guess the important question, gentlemen, would you actually try this beer? It's a red ale, so um, I'm not buying it. Okay, but I'm curious, like okay. always. I mean, but no. I mean, it's a red ale that tastes like bacon. Maybe it's kind of one of those things, like you know, there's this cult status with Waffle House, uh, and I totally understand it. I understand, that. I understand why there's a cult following for, for Waffle House. What I don't necessarily understand is wh- why anybody would want that as a beer. Um, yeah, I don't, not, th- not, I don't necessarily think of, like, 
I'm in a Waffle House because of the beer. Yeah. I don't know that I want to have a beer that tastes like where I'm trying to go. It's, exactly. And what scares me about this is it talks about, you know, so the bacon, the scent of bacon stands out from the typical medium hop aroma of a red ale. You know, multi sweetness of the base beer blends with a salty, savory, and smoky bacon extract. Yeah, that's oh, those oh, were so, those were two words that kind of went oh, you know, like I I get a little tired maybe of adjuncted beers sometimes, but extract flavored beers, uh, I'm that's a no for me. Dog. Yeah, it's I I think I think I'm now in a deal breaker area here with this one. I already didn't want it because you know six point five percent red ale. Wow, yay! That's great. I mean, why not do like a breakfast stout? I mean, that's, well, that, yeah, that's that a would good point. be exactly like, what I was going to go for. Beyond me, but. with coffee and bacon, like fucking do it. But that's I don't know. All right, so this next one, I'm kind of disappointed in us because we didn't actually catch this until about three weeks later. Whoops. Yep. But believe it or not, Blue Moon, with the Coors, Miller Coors Company, won in the Hazy Pale Ale. They won a medal, gold medal, and it wasn't Blue Moon the beer. They made a, another beer from one of their little brew pubs. Sure. And they entered it into the JBF Festival. They won gold with it, and it was called the Hazy Moon, and it was a hazy pale ale, and everybody's like, the fuck did you just do? I mean, look, there's some really talented brewers that work in macro. And how many times have we said that? I mean, as yeah. much as we don't like it, I fucking respect the shit out of the fact that I can I can be anywhere in the world and get a Bud Light, and it's going to taste identical to... Yeah, right. Anywhere. That's impressive. Yes. I can't remember like which little like sandbox nano brewery whatever that I had, but like one of the big boys made a creek. And I'm like, well, damn, if that isn't one of the best freaking creeks that I've ever had. The cherries hit like there was nothing wrong with that aside from the name on who made it. So, you know, it it could be done, but. Yeah, it's not really something that you would expect to see. Yeah, exactly. So, <clears throat> of course, they're, you know, they're waving their flag like, look at us. Yeah. Macros are not supposed to win but gold. They they, but, 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 okay. So, a macro-owned company and, like, one dude working for a macro-owned company won. Yeah, I know. Won a medal. I know. I know. I know. Sure. That's, that's not the same as... You know, Miller submitted a hazy pale ale in one. They're not making it at a macro level. It's just a company that's owned by a macro who, that's a lot of companies these days. So It's just a gentle reminder that if they wanted to, you know, and they made something like this at, at scale, you know, they could corner the market easy. Oh, yeah. 100%. And it's kind of amazing that they haven't. I mean... You've seen, like, Hazy Little Thing came out, you know, um, like, Sam Adams has, you know, experimented with Hazy's. I mean, it's, like, they can, but for some reason they just won't. 
and I don't know why. Uh, I was about to say, so we've got some time because we don't have a ton of stories. Do you have any idea why they wouldn't? Like, is it cost maybe to do it at scale like that? Well, anytime that you do something at scale, your costs are going to be lowered. But as to whether or not that this is how much money they want to spend per ounce or whatever, like... I mean, just a dumb question because... Shelf stability, I think, is going to be... Yeah, that's a good point. You know, it's got to it's got to make it to like you've got to have a shelf stable, like geographic region stable beer. If it's going to be shipped to like thirty different states, it's got to be. You know, you got to crack that consistency code. It's got to hold up. It's got to be fine for six months. Yeah, I mean, and and a lot of those, you know, hazies aren't. You know, yeah, aren't, they're they're not capable. built to last that no, long. No. Or, or built to be like transported or kept warm or whatever. Mm, I mean, yeah. what are you know? What are you going to do? Is suddenly say like, "Hey, we've got this new product, but we it it has to be kept cold." And I mean, a lot of yeah. places aren't a hundred percent refrigerated, so yeah, distros would be like, "Nah, no, like, no. I don't think so." Not going to happen. Like some of the big box stores that carry it like i mean is target going to shovel that in their cold case probably not yeah no they want a case stack of it on the floor yeah that's true but boy i couldn't imagine uh being the a, a blue moon brewer and being like hey by the way your small batch whatever that you did for our tiny ass brew pub just won a gold medal in one of the most competitive categories like that's Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. And it also kind of reminds you that Colorado, you know, everybody screams California, but Colorado might really be the beer mecca of the U.S. Now, that's also because a lot of the judging, well, the GABF judging takes place in, in Colorado. Yeah. So, which we've talked about. I, I've, you know, there is that Colorado bias. Now, even though the judging is blind, they're going to be able to taste like their local favorite. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Just something to think about. Ooh, that's pretty. I was not expecting that from the lineup. Okay, cool. All right, last but not least, there is a <clears throat> excuse me rare bookstore that is in Seattle that is... Salt Lake City, even? Yeah, having some problems. A fire destroyed part of the rare bookstore, and a local brewery has decided, hey, we're going to make a beer to help benefit and help you try to survive your fire, which I think is cool. We really must be short on stories. There's really not a lot out there. The other one that I was going to put in, you two were going to shit all over it, so I decided, fuck it. We'll just put this one Reindeer are delivering beer for our, for Breckenridge Brewery. You would have shit all over it. Yeah. Yeah, so I just said, are you trying, this is are, Is it because it's a PR marketing stunt? Yeah. Yeah, that's because of what it is. Yeah, exactly. But it's adorable, but you would have shit all over it. Man, we had a hard time with the dogs delivering beer I stores. know. That's why I was like, fuck that. I'm just going to, we'll put this in. Here we go. All we right, so we're, we're not going to talk about reindeer delivering beer. Okay, cool. That's fine. Yeah, we'll just uh, talk about, hey, it's a bookstore and... Local brewery decided, hey, we need help. I think it's cool. So what brewery is uh, the one that's doing it? Because I've never heard of it. A Fisher Brewing. A Fisher Brewing. Okay. So it's not epic. It's not, you know, 
somebody big known. It's just a little local place that said, hey, you guys are cool. Yeah. Had a fire. Let's yeah. help. It's probably some, you know, and, and we love to see this kind of stuff in the community. It's a small brewery, most likely, that probably has visited and or frequented this, you know, small bookstore. And it means something to them, you know. And yeah, exactly. from a community outreach standpoint, I mean, you know, what, you know, like when uh, uh, the Brooks brother got shot. Yeah, when Scott you know, got shot, everybody yeah, kind of rallied around. Yeah, and there were a bunch of breweries all came together and said, we're going to make a beer to, you know, help, you know, donate to the cause that he was very passionate about. I mean, that's kind of stuff's cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. The picture's kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So, yeah. Old Brewery uh, was originally founded in the 1800s. Uh, obviously, not continuously operated since then, but revitalized and revived in uh, 2017. Um, turns out the bookstore owner had collected a lot of memorabilia from the original brewery. So, that's kind of how they were tied together. Shoot. Oh, wow. These will be small releases. There will be a six can limit per customer. Oh, wow. So, okay. So they've, they've done like, so it's not just like one beer. It's yeah. It's like based off of a series of books. Okay. So almost kind of like a game of Thrones beer, but (coughs) even though that was based off the HBO TV show and not the books, but same basic concept. That's really, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like when cool things like this happen. Like we said, like, Local community helps each other. It's a very big thing that I think a lot more breweries should do. And I always love to see when they do it. So It's one of those, like, we don't have to, but we're going to anyway. You right, are exactly. Crazy, my friend. Jeff doesn't like nuts. I'm sorry that I'm not as big a fan of nuts in my mouth as you are, Wells. Mm. Mm. What about chestnuts? That just means you got a dick in your mouth. No, that's chin nuts. Wow. All right. Break time. We'll be back in 30. time for buy don't buy i'll explain how it works pretty simple we've been drinking beer on the show and we will just give them ones or zeros sometimes we buy them sometimes wells buys them sometimes they are listener donated all kinds of things by the way if you ever want to donate a beer contact at craftbeercast.com hit us up we can work out an exchange jeff first beer up first beer up uh from goodwood made in louisville kentucky this is an ale aged in a bourbon barrel touched by wood Louisville, Kentucky, uh, brewed with limestone water, you know, and if you know anything about, uh, bourbon, especially Louisville likes Louisville and Lexington in, in, both in general, like to lay claim to the bourbon title because you have to have the limestone water because it puts extra minerals in there. Uh, but this is just a regular bourbon barrel ale. This reminds me that, um, that one that I never know who it is that makes it where it, it is like Kentucky bourbon ale. You know what I'm talking about? It's got like yeah, a horse yeah. on it. Yeah. We got like three or four variants and it's like. I can't even tell you who makes that, and it's impossible. This this gives me kind of some of those similar vibes. Um, this is a basic beer. 
with some bourbon flavor to it. So, you know, you could do worse. You can do a lot better. But if you want something that's kind of uh, basic Becky bourbon barrel, this, this is your thing. It's, it's a no buy for me. Um, if I'm going to do bourbon barrel ale, I'm not going to go this route. Okay. Wells? It's a very safe play. It's got bourbon flavors to it, but not a whole lot. It's, it's super sweet. It's little. So it's got like that sessionability factor. At, For all those know, times you're like, I would like some bourbon flavor, but I would like to crush a lot of volume. Which which is never for me. Like I'd right. much rather just sit and sip something stronger. Uh, I don't know who this is really aiming for, but it ain't me. That's a no buy. Josh. It, it ain't me, daddy. <laughs> what? Troy Aikman. You guys don't remember none of it. Okay, fine. I've told this story a thousand times. It's fine. Don't look at me weird. Troy Football. Aikman called you daddy? Yes, totally. Oh, well uh, so I'll be honest. When I bought this beer, I don't know, two or three months ago, whenever it was, I, all fun. I saw was bourbon barrel, and I assumed, like you normally would, that it's a bourbon barrel-aged stout. Didn't realize it was just a bourbon beer. Like, okay, all right. Yeah, it's labeled as a dark ale Yeah, on untapped. So like when amber ale doesn't quite cut it, We've got dark ale. Yeah. But it's not like a Belgian dark. I mean, like a Belgian dark, maybe that could have been okay. Maybe. But... Uh, I'm not a big fan of this either. I, I, I thought it was kind of sweet and cloying. And yeah, if, if, if there was a bourbon something or another, I'd rather have something else. Yeah, no, no, but no. I don't care. All right, next beer up. Next beer up. Uh, this might be the first uh, Amar Artist beer that we've had on the show, maybe. Is it? I think so. Uh, out of Fort Mill, they're just right across the border. Yep. Um, they've been on fire, uh, you know, from everything I've been told. But this is one of their small batches. This is rye whiskey barrel aged barley wine. Um, oh, Josh, you, what are you doing? You asked, so I'm looking. I don't see any other. Okay, go back up. I mean, it's a barley wine. It is. I'm just looking to see what. <clears throat> it's an American barley wine, which, you know, we're all team English here. and That's fine. Um, just because it says it on the tap doesn't mean. Yeah, right. I, I, like I'm not getting a ton of hops out of this. Uh, it says rye whiskey barrel aged. I feel like the barrel got lost in here somewhere. What? Um, it's super sweet. Uh, the notes of caramel and toffee that it says will be imparted are there. Uh, it tastes good, uh, you know. It, but again, like I said, it's 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 really sweet for me. Um, but I still like it. I think it's a, it's a decent beer. I would buy a couple bottles of these and sit on them for a while. Um, I'm not buying a ton of it, but, you know, it's, it's good. I'll buy. Well, uh, the first thing that I noticed about this is how clear it is. Yes. In, in terms of body, it's, I mean, it's very light on the tongue. Massive vanilla flavor. Big bourbon. Um, this is, this is beautiful. This was this like knocked my socks off. I am so glad that I picked uh, bottles of this up, and uh, I'm searching for more. So huge, massive buy on the Amor Artist Barley Wine. I've had it before previous years, but they're keeping it up. Josh, he's considering. Considering. He's thinking. It's cold. It, it's it's wet. wet. That's my high quality H two O. It's got some date taste to it a little bit and it might be a little too much for me you you mentioned 
rye barrels and I don't get any rye here at all. Yeah. I just I taste dates, which nothing wrong with dates. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Uh, this is definitely not an American barley wine because it's not hop forward whatsoever. Nope. nope. Whoever created this entry in Untapped is a flipping yeah. Yeah. Something but tells me that wasn't the brewery. I, I I really wish I was getting more barrel than I am out of this. Yeah. And I don't know if I feel like I was getting the the flavors from a barrel. Okay, this is gonna sound weird. Like the like kind of vanilla, toffee, caramel, like those flavors that I associate with a barrel aged barley wine, like those flavors were there, but like that kind of like sharp wood taste is completely absent for me. Yeah. Now that being said, I still like it. Yeah, and, I mean, and I, I still I, buy it, but I would still buy this. I still like it, but I feel like there's just this tiny, tiny, tiny little piece that's missing from this to make this really stand out, which is saying a lot. Yeah, I mean, for for a brewery that's been open for like two years now, I think maybe um, it's real. I, I mean, this is damn good. It's just there's a lot. It's very and, date forward. And you know, here's the other thing too. Who else in town? Is routine, and I say in town because they're town adjacent, right? But who else is putting out barley wine on the regular or at all or ever? There's like two breweries, maybe. One of them will have as many as I would like to see. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just because, in case you're new to the show and you don't understand, barley wines take time. They're 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 not. It's an expensive. Yeah. You you, you don't just throw it into a barrel and let it sit there for a month and say, "Here you go." It's it's a process. So. Yeah, you gotta you gotta devote some time and space, cost which, opportu- opportunity cost there. Yeah. So yeah, I'll buy this. I just feel like it just needs a tiny little kick up, and it would be perfect. Jeff, next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Wells brought us the 35th anniversary Bell's Expedition Stout Reserve. You mean the the good normal Michigan brewery that's not full of monsters? Is this beer black? Please don't make him spit take all over the board. Yeah, we've already had enough trouble. Um, yeah, I mean, this is everything I love about expedition. Yeah, expedition. Expedition, and it's like enhanced, but not cranked. So it's it is it is better. It is stronger. It is more present. The kind of licorice and the molasses, and it's all. Like that bitter is there. It's all like what you expect out of Expedition, but like a stronger, more present, pronounced version of Expedition. It's excellent. Expedition's excellent. Um, I, I love this beer. I'd buy it. Wells? Whereas like the regular Expedition kind of has like a dry finish from like roasted malts. Yes. This one's got like a, like a woody dry finish to it uh, that complements that base beer really well. Uh Smart move on Bells rather than like trying to come up with something crazy for their 35th. It's like, you know what? We're just going to take something we're already great at yeah. and we're going to somehow make it better. So what did, what did they do? Aged it in bourbon barrels. Okay. You know, and, and it's funny, like, you know, you talk about like doing that next thing. And you know, we were talking off mic about um, Epic's sextuple barrel Baptist, you know, and it's like. Barrel-aged salt and barrel-aged almonds and barrel-aged coconut and barrel-aged coffee and barrel-aged malts. And I guess the beer has been barrel-aged. that. No, not barrel. It's They just tweaked the base recipe. Made it a little stronger. Okay. So that's it. But, you you know, on one hand, you've got Epic who, are, you know, every year tries to outdo themselves by barreling something else. Yeah, and here you've got Bells that's just like, we're just going to make 
our base expedition that much better. And they did a great job at it. Turns out, like... Josh, what do you think? Oh. This beer, like, expedition was first brewed in 1989. No oh, like, shit. That's... An Imperial Stout in 1989. That's yeah. a bold move, Cotton. Yeah. Yeah, that really is. Damn. Uh, no, this is impressive, and I was just curious to see what they did for the 35th. Like, they do something crazy. Did they do something different? I... They'll really enjoy this. I always have. Yeah. Like, this is one of those beers that's like nobody ever talks about. Yep. It's readily available. Yep. If it's you scares, ever see it, scares it, people it, off because it. it's like a sixteen to seventeen dollars six pack. But you're getting six to seven, you know six beers for, you know I mean yeah, it's like and, three and three it, bucks a bottle it for keeps it too. Oh, yeah. Gosh, if you want to do like a four year vertical, like. It's going to... It, yeah. You don't have adjuncts in it, so you don't have to worry about the coffee going bad on you. You don't have right. to worry about, you know, the what cinnamon the, overwhelming. What about the barrel-aged salt? I mean, who knows? And yeah, this is just one of those where it's just, it's a solid, well-made beer, always has been. Every time I see one of these, I get my hands on it, because why would you not? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't even know they did a 35th, so now I am... And now you know. Now I am And ISO. if you don't know, now you know. Next, Next beer, beer up. From High Branch <laughs> up in Concord, North Carolina. Uh, have you tried this? A uh, Imperial Stout with walnuts. Um, it, it is, uh, as well as described today, pastry stout. Do you want some more of this, Josh? Yes, please. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, Josh, and I'll tell you why. Um, this beer is probably the one of the thicker, most viscous stouts that I've had in a long time. To me, it reminds me of um, going to Dairy Queen and getting like uh, like a peanut butter parfait, and like you get that scoop of, of like just the hot fudge. Like that's the flavor I get from this. It took me a while to place it, okay. but I'm like, all I get from this is just that hot fudge flavor. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Right. I'm just saying like it well, is. A why thing. are you liking this? Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll explain why. Yeah, no, and that's there. fine. Um, I, so Wells's point, like the walnuts, you know, they're they're nice, they're fine, whatever. I, I wouldn't mind seeing walnuts in more beer, more stouts. Um, this one is. It seems like par for the course. I don't know. Maybe I'm just off tonight. Everything. Maybe not that expedition, but like this seems really sweet as well. Cacao nibs, walnuts, marshmallows, and vanilla beans are the adjuncts of choice in this. So they set out to create a Rocky Road ice cream in a glass. You know, contrast that with I had a can of Revolution's Maple Death last week. And I thought, mm, maple beer, you never know. Spoiler alert, it was real damn good. It beat the hell out of uh, Death by Plums. Mm. So, well, I mean, I'll be having one of those come in here, but I didn't want to like fill up your keyser with more beer that we couldn't drink tonight. So, fair enough. Wells, where you at, man? The walnuts are the first thing that uh, grabs my attention in this, and it held my attention. You've got a you know sweet pastry stout, um, which are kind of a dime a dozen these days. But boy, having just that walnut punch um, grab my attention, never let go. I, I love this when I had it, and it's like, I've got to grab a crowler and bring it into the show. So big buy on this. Josh, what's your take? So Jeff, I can see where you're coming from with the, the, the fudgy, tasty thing, but the walnuts kind of dry it out. And then the vanilla kicks in, and then the marshmallows kick in, and you're like, 
holy shit, this is damn good. Like, it's it, it is sweet, kind of on the very back end, but I still feel the walnuts there, and it's just like, man. And, and Jeff, you're right. I would love to see more walnuts and beer. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's done peanut butter. Why not walnuts? What about yeah. almonds? I like, mean, walnuts aren't cheap, and they're not popular. Yeah, but you know, like. It's getting that time of year where all the grocery stores start having their big mixes out of like mixed nuts and you put it in the big wooden bowl and, you know, put your nutcracker in there and then you completely forget about it. And then hopefully, you know, everybody like, puts their COVID hands all over it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but I mean, like, I always loved that as a kid. I mean, like walnuts and, and pecans, especially. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, but see, I hated walnuts because when I was a kid with a little, they were so hard to open. It was a lot of work yeah. Yeah. what you get, but, yeah. but for a tiny little thing, but yeah. you know, much like, you know, crab legs and everything else. Once you kind of figure out your, mm-hmm. your process, which by the way, all right, this is totally just crazy out there story that I have to tell really quick. Cause you guys are talking do about, you though? do you really? Yeah, I do. Okay. It, it's funny. Okay. So we have a nail that's sticking up on our stupid, big giant porch that we have out there. That a squirrel has figured out how to actually crack his nuts on that nail. Oh, yeah. Oh, because nice. there are na- there are nutshells laying all over the place. I know it's not my dogs. Because and then I yeah. then I witnessed the squirrel out there one morning actually cracking open a nut. I'm like, you smart little motherfucker, you. Hey, man, don't get between a squirrel and his nut. Right. Even right. a blind one fight. Well, never mind. Hold yeah. On. So anyways, this is fantastic. Big bye. Next beer up. Uh, final, final, fi- beer, up, final beer up um, for tonight. No? I have some. Oh, you got some. <clears throat> still. Uh, a, a Purvis beer. This is from Brewery West um, in San Pedro, California. It's like written in a circle. Why can't you just write it straight? Uh, this is Dog Ate My Homework. Yeah, Dog Ate My Homework. Um which is listed as a farmhouse ale saison, but is a blackberry farmhouse saison. Um, an ale malted with malted barley, raw spelt, Hallertau hops, black currants, and blackberries. Uh, I really like this. I thought it was real good. I, you know, I'm sure Chris sent this both uh, as a uh, thumbs up to me and a middle finger up to Josh. Yep. But uh, yeah, no, um, I enjoyed this a lot. Um, big fan of this one. Big bye. Wells? If we tweak this a little bit, maybe got rid of the spelt, uh, I'd be all over it. Okay. Maybe dialed up the uh, the berry a little bit. Um, I'd, I'd like this a little bit more, but as it stands, like it's got some great earthiness to it and like a little bit of fruit behind that. I, I wanted more and I just wanted different ratios from this. Okay. So I'm going to know by it. And Josh no buys because he hates blackberries. I hated the spear, Chris. I hate you. Never talk to me again. Leave me until alone. tomorrow. Leave. When you when you FaceTime each other before you both go to bed. Yes, that's right. <laughs> right. And we say, excuse me. Anyways, it's time for I tap. That's pretty simple. Out of the beers that we had on the show, which one would you put into your kegerator, Jeff? Um, I, the expedition, you know, is by far. No offense to I'm can, an artist. All and, right. Can I ask you an honest question? You may. Could that potentially replace your big bad Baptist love, and like that would just be your dark beer of choice? Yeah, I mean, you know, for the longest time we were crazy about Baptists because they were the only ones out there doing it, you know, or, or you know, really, it was the only really affordable and yet still good, you know, whiskey barrel aged coffee 
Imperial Stout. Right. Then everybody kind of started doing it, and I held on to it because, like, well, it's Baptist. You know, it's my first love. And then, you know, we had a pretty nasty breakup, I think. Um, and, and yes, Big Bad Baptist is still a booty call from time to time. I did buy the sextuple Baptist, and sure enough, because it's Thanksgiving week, and my wife's going to make bourbon chocolate, pe- chocolate chip pecan pie. I got the pecan pie Big Bad Baptist because... <clears throat> Have you tried it yet? No, no, I, ha- no, I right. haven't. I, I just got the one. Please let me know. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, because, I mean... <laughs> we are shitting all over Baptist. Oh, hey, please let me know. I'm yeah, curious. yeah, yeah, no, 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 ISO, no, right. I, but, but, I mean, like, I felt dirty buying it, but at the same time, like I said, it is... it is Baptist is, in a lot of cases, still my booty call. So, you know, I couldn't turn it away. Um, So, Jeff... You know, if, if, I'm, if I'm doing... I don't, man. I, I don't know how soon I'll go back to a an imperial stout on tap again. Gotcha. And I think that's kind of where I got it was. I like imperial stouts. I don't like them as, as much as I used to. You don't like a quarter keg of it? Well, you know, like used to be, and I say used to be, and it's been you know three four years ago. Used to be, you know, go and pour a big glass of it, and you know, forget about the day. I don't. I, I can't drink that kind of volume at night anymore. Right. <laughs> I'm this old. You're right. Right. Wells, what about you, man? It's got to be the Amorarotus barley wine. I mean, if you just tweak that a little bit, it is a perfect beer. Um, and I am willing to overlook the light body just because the flavor and the punchiness and everything is just great. So, yeah. Okay. Josh, where are you going with this? Because I have no idea. I gotta go with that high branch, man. That that thing, holy shit, it did things to me. That is a good... Which is so weird because you hate chocolate. I do, but the marshmallows, the walnut, the vanilla, it all works together. Yeah. It works together really well. It's like, how is it this sweet and this dry at the same time? Yes, exactly. Like, I don't normally like pastry stouts, but that pastry stout in me, we gonna have fun tonight. Yeah, good thing you don't have to work tomorrow. Right, exactly. All right, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Come find us on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. Uh, find links to our old episodes and articles. You can facebook.com slash craftbeercast. Uh, or, you know, like if you want to reach out to us, uh, Josh Mann's the Twitter account via TweetDeck. So you can send <laughs> yes. your your Gleeks. What's what's the new thing they're doing now? Fleets, I think Fleets. is what it's called. Uh, I don't even know. I don't yeah. see it. It's like an enema. How... how uh, how long before you know Firefox creates a, a fleet plugin so you could have Fleet Fox? Fleet, fleet Fox. <laughs> fleet Fox. That's like an indie band that you guys love, right? Is that not a not a thing? Fleet Foxes. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them live. Okay, great, great show. Oh, oh, big shock, Wells. <laughs> Whoa, Wells has seen them live. I mean, Whoa. you know, short of like Frank Sinatra, there's not too many that you haven't. So there's actually I saw them too. At CBcast on the Twitter. Wells, where are you at? Uh, you can find me at all the wells. Uh, what's our Patreon? Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. That's if you, right. Uh, if you like our uh, brand of jackassery, kick us a couple bucks. We'll, yeah. uh, I mean, use that to just buy more beer. So, Or like tasting glasses or, or a board. Like we've used it for all kinds of stuff. And 
I, I cannot say this enough. I, I appreciate everybody that even donates a dollar a month. That's enough. Little goes a long way. Um, I was having a conversation, actually, believe it or not, with somebody the other day that is new to the show. And they asked me about the numbers, and I'm always honest about how many people listen. They're like, why don't you run ads? I'm like, because I don't like ads in my podcast, so I refuse to do it. So let's take an ad break. Yeah. Well, and I, the tough part about ads is, number one, nobody wants to listen to it. Yeah. And people hardly want to listen to us as it is. We don't need to give them another reason to check out. Right, exactly. Also, like, then you end up getting, like, what happens when somebody, you know, comes and says, oh, we want to sponsor you, and we say, okay, and then the ad that runs is, like, for Blue Moon's stupid pale ale. Right. Man, like, I don't want... We, we've been running kind of that punk scene for so long. Yeah, no. We, we don't need your money. No, yeah, we do. We totally we need your do. money. We don't need the corporate money. <clears throat> That's right. How about that? We need your money. Yeah, we need your money, not the corporate money. We're doing fine. We're doing fine. Uh, anyways, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, by the way, because this will drop on Thanksgiving Day. So, Boom. Uh, you will not listen to it until Friday, I'm sure, unless you are just desperate to listen to content and get away from your family. Which I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. seeing my family this year. I was about to say I, I'm not, but if you are, more power to you. Uh, yeah, and other than that, we'll talk to you guys next Thursday.